0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join me in an empty, yet sunny capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Lindsay Linder, Business Development and Marketing Manager for Hunt's Coaches, a Lincolnshire-based family business founded in 1930. Lindsay, hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi there. Thank you for coming on the program today. Now, of course, uh, we meet under strange circumstances. Normally, we'd get straight into our conversation on leadership. However, uh, we must address the ongoing COVID-19 situation. How has uh, COVID-19 affected Hunt's coaches?
1: I can certainly say the word unprecedented. It's been an unprecedented event that we could never have foreseen. Um, We actually reflected, because on the 23rd of March, it was our 90th anniversary. So for us, it was a big day, but also a big day for the country, because it was one of the days where the government actually made the announcement of the further lockdown restrictions. So on the day when we were due to celebrate, we were actually um, in the process of reviewing our services. So it's certainly an interesting time.
0: Absolutely. And of course, uh, with less people moving about, I'd imagine that there are less need for transportation for them at this point in time. Uh, Do you believe that this is going to have a permanent effect on the business?
1: I think we remain optimistic. Um, However, obviously, it it is an unprecedented time and we are experiencing um, a real downturn in patronage because we're only serving at the moment those that are key workers. Mm. Um, So, you know, our transport service has been significantly reduced, although we are, you know, scheduling for 2021 and looking ahead to the future really positively. um, It's difficult to know at this stage how it's going to really affect us.
0: Now, have you had to take any sort of extra precautions while uh, transporting these key workers?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we, we've really looked at it and been um, sticking to the, the guidance that's been provided and making sure that our people, including our workers, are, are keeping safe at this time.
0: Mm. Well, while we move on to the subject of leadership, I always like to start this part of the conversation off by just asking a very simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: It's a simple question, but it's quite a complex question. Um, I, I think it can mean a, a lot of things. Um, we were talking about this particular time that we're in. For, for me, it's, it's somebody who's staying positive, who's promoting a can-do attitude. Um, the, the, the good leader is that person who's providing that safe place for the people, putting people first. Um, but also, it's, it's about that sense of humour and humility mm. through whatever might be coming ahead. So for me, I think that's what a good leader is. Um, Somebody who's resourceful and resilient. Um, Those are probably key words at the moment as well, but also that has real values and and beliefs that Mm -hmm. are backed up by that integrity.
0: How would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: I think I'm probably more of a a coaching, um, non-directive style. Um, I certainly lead by, I hope that people feel that I lead by example. Um, I'll I'll not ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't be prepared to do. Um, And I think that's worked really well because it it helps open up that engagement with people. um, It's important that we always have really good communication, that people know what's required of them, Um, but also that they know that they can come and speak with you. So I think that's really important.
0: Now, of course, you work within a family business. Um, Yeah. Is there, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, you're not a member of the family, is that correct?
1: I'm an I'm adopted member of the family. <laughs> Fabulous.
0: But are there any specific uh, challenges for working within a family business? Um, uh, are there any uh, dynamics uh, that you wouldn't find in, uh, in another business elsewhere?
1: I think there's, there's a, a lot more um, frankness, which is a really good positive thing because mm. um, everybody has their own strengths. But it's nice because in the family dynamic, you, you, um, there's a freeness to speak. And, uh, you know, it, I, I feel very fortunate that we've got members of the family who are from um, very different perspectives. We've, we've got some quite younger members of the family through to older members of the family and they really complement each other mm-hmm. and bounce ideas. So we've got that wealth of experience, and knowledge there, but also we've got you know people who are really enthusiastic about digital enhancements and looking at how we can do things a bit differently and, and being um, quite, you know, with it with respect to what we could do. So that's that's really positive.
0: Absolutely. Uh, now, how do you see the future of transport over the next uh, 10 to 20 years? Of course, we're entering into a period of uh, additional um, regulation in regards to environmental standards, and also a difference in the way that people travel. Um, how do you see it moving?
1: I think touching on that digital side of things, we're we're having to keep pace with an ever-changing environment. Um, there's new things that are coming out all the time, and it's just making sure that we look at that and actually forecast and say that we can keep up with that change. Um, from a legislative point of view, there are lots of things that are happening too. And really, it's it's about that that good leadership side of things is, is keeping abreast and keeping pace with those things and making sure we have clear plans in place so that we can take the opportunities as they present themselves to us. Um, You know, I think there's going to be a lot more collaboration over the years. There's a lot more sharing of knowledge. Um, I think we need to do that so that we can keep, you know, to the best of our ability, keeping up with everything because we're we're not a huge business. We're an SME Um, and we we need to be able to use our um, extended network to be able to make sure that we are, you know, keeping up to date and making sure that we are doing things as best as we can.
0: Now, do you feel that there are any particular challenges for SMEs like yourselves in the current climate under the uh, COVID-19 restrictions? Or do you feel that as a smaller, more nimble organisation, you're able to meet the challenges more rapidly?
1: I think we're, we're very fortunate in the fact that we're a company that has been going for such a long time. You know, we're in our ninth decade, and and from that we've we've had experiences. We we were working through the war, um. You know, we, we're really aware of things that can happen through austerity, and and if mm. there are any issues, um, we're we're in a lucky position that you know we, we have taken a business approach over the years where we choose to, um, you know, we, we prefer to purchase rather than lease, which I think helps us because we're in a stronger position. Of course. Um, and we we're also in in. You know, like like any family business, we're really invested in what we're doing. So we've got that real desire to continue and keep the legacy going. Um, So it's a a little bit maybe of a different perspective. There there is a real warmth and um, caringness towards making sure that we are still enabling people to travel and to be able to do all the things that they need to do within the local place, um, to make sure they get to work education. It's, It's all the things that we want for our family. You know, so we want to be able to offer that to the wider family.
0: Let's uh, divert from current events for a moment and go back to when you first started out your uh, working life. Uh, were there any particular influences on you, whether they be uh, someone you worked with or for, or a set of circumstances that really formed the way that you lead today?
1: Yeah, I was, I was very fortunate. Um, I've, I've been in transport now, I would say, probably about 20 years nearly um, but when I first started out in the sector I was really lucky um, to work within an organisation um, that, that gave you the opportunity to learn and, and wasn't um, so directive that you didn't have space to experiment and to actually see how you could do things yourself and, and if, if ever you did do anything you know that maybe wasn't quite for the best outcome um they were supportive of that and it, it really helped you to take, take a few more risks and to be able to see how that would play out and and also to know that you had people there who you could go to who were really knowledgeable and could give you that wealth of information and advice at your fingertips. Um, it's that whole thing about that communication, isn't it? And knowing that you can speak to someone freely and share your experiences and get something back from them to be able to then do your best job, to perform to your best.
0: Well, I have to say, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking with you, Lindsay, and I do hope uh, that we can have you back on the program uh, at some point when this is all uh, all over. Uh, Lindsay, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. That was Lindsay Linder, Business Development and Marketing Manager for Hunt Coaches. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
3: Oh, there, there are one or two people who are very familiar um, who, who do Google me. Realise that I did uh, score nothing for Essex, uh, for, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool, a place called uh, uh, Egbert in in, uh, in Liverpool, many many years ago, nineteen sixty two, I think that was. So I didn't. Um, just... Yes, I, I didn't really feel anything at the time. It was be <laughs> playing, I guess, had one or two injuries. Um, And of course, uh, a great manager in South Ramsey. So to come across people like that of that calibre can have a huge influence on your your career, of course, and, and then your life. And that's that's quite purely the case.
2: Absolutely. And in those early days um at West Ham, uh, with a with a manager like, like uh, Ron uh, there it's also important to have uh uh confidence with
3: looked looked upon him more as a senior player, if you like, not as a, a guy in the same age group as me. And I looked at how he, how he uh, trained, how he acted, how he behaved, and how he played. And so he, he would say, I would also say he was a big influence uh, on me. One thing I would say about leadership, uh, what I do, uh, I do understand clearly, all walks of life, leadership is at the top. is absolutely vital for a, a, for a business mm-hmm Which uh, was absolutely, but I can use that now because it, it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we another time then. But we. Um, uh, well, you want me to tell you if so
3: you want? You got time? I can tell I go, you. if You want?
2: Jeff, go on. Go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay, so I was uh, doing a, a at a
3: dinner in, in the Channel Islands, three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, guest of honour. On this occasion, I was speaking for about twenty minutes, then allowing uh, questions
2: Um.
3: Well, player, current players, you mean?
2: Oh, players, managers, anybody that uh, you look to today, really?
3: Well, I think somebody outstanding. I think the, the best example about a, a leader and at the moment is, is, is uh, Klopp at Liverpool. Mm. He's been absolutely fantastic to uh, acquire the players and get them to their attitude is absolutely fantastic. They're great players, but
2: Uh, through your um, playing career perhaps especially um, your time uh, for England, who was it uh, that struck you more than anyone else on the pitch uh, that displayed qualities of not just leadership but uh, companionship and and level-headedness that you think that have stuck with you all these years later?
3: all the time, it's a huge part of your life. But if you, I don't think you can switch off when you're in, in business at the top level or sport at the top level. You may, you know, have a, wait, have a couple of weeks holiday, but I'm even sure if, if these top managers and leaders, leaders in all walks of life, are away on holiday on a beach somewhere warm. I'm sure there's not. Uh, there's they will not switch off for for two weeks um, and completely.